Welcome to the Conversations with Christians Engage podcast. Hosted by Bunny Pounds, this podcast is created as part of our ministry to awaken, motivate, educate, and empower believers in Jesus Christ to pray for our nation and elected officials regularly, to vote in every election to impact our culture, and to help us engage our hearts in some form of civic education and involvement for the well-being of our nation. Please share this podcast and our ministry with your family and friends by asking them to take our pledge to pray, vote, and engage. They can take the pledge on our website at christiansengaged.org. We can all change America one heart at a time. We are here to serve you and empower you to be a leader in your community. Today we are joined by Dave Kubal, the CEO and President of Intercessors for America, a massive grassroots organization uniting over 300,000 citizens to pray and then take action on the issues confronting America. With over 35 years of national ministry experience, Kubal is a seminary-trained ordained pastor and former vice president with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Bunny will be discussing with him today how prayer moves us to action. everybody. It's Bunny Pounds with Conversations with Christians Engaged. We are starting our second season of this podcast. And as you can see, I'm in this cool new studio and we are launching national. Christians Engaged is going national. And I felt like one of the first podcasts we needed to do was with one of the people that inspired this crazy national move. We have been a Texas-based ministry and we've been focusing on engaging people in prayer, voting, and engagement around the state of Texas. We've been in 67, 69 churches in Texas so far in the 20 months we've been around. And through our IRS case that happened this last summer, y'all, some of y'all remember we were denied our tax-exempt status because the IRS put in writing that biblical teachings are typically affiliated with the Republican Party and candidates— I'm not sure how they came to that conclusion, but praise the Lord, we won that appeal in 21 days. Well, during that season, a a man by the name of Dave Cabal reached out to me from Intercessors for America. Now, I've always respected Dave, followed um, Intercessors for America for years, read their news articles, um, mobilized prayer with them in some way, but I just was so blessed that Dave like called me and just said, I wanted to introduce myself to you. I want you to know that we're praying for Christians engaged. And And Dave has been the CEO and president of Intercessors for America. They have a massive grassroots organization uniting over 300,000 citizens in America to pray. And he gets it. He gets that, he understands that prayer and action are together, Right. And so, Dave, it is such an honor to have you today. And I just I want to tell everybody just what a blessing you've been. The the day after you called me, you texted me and said, I'm praying for you and your board. And I really feel like you need to look nationally. Don't just focus just on Texas, but 
look nationally. And you even went as far to call me and say, you know, I think, Bunny, you think you can do Texas in your own strength, in your own flesh, but the Lord wants to get you out of that. And I was like, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, we're launching in Pennsylvania, Dave, with an cool. amazing team. And we're just excited about taking this grassroots movement state to state. Thank you. Well, Bunny, you are a new hero of mine. We haven't known each other long, but so great to connect with you via Zoom and on your podcast. You're the best. I, I tell you what, I've been following you ever since I was introduced to your case. And, and I, I just think you're tremendous. Thank you for your leadership. Thank you for your efforts. Well, we just had a big wake-up conference um, with James Robinson and Rick Perry and Allie Best Stuckey and all this great conference we had in November. And I preached a message about, um, my message was entitled, um, history belongs to the intercessors. And mm. my my message, Dave, was to connect the idea of prayer and intercession with what does prayer look like in action, right? I think what God's doing right now is connecting the prayer and intercession movement to yeah. the political action, civic engagement oh, movement like never before that I've ever seen. And how do you think though you that's what you do you mobilize prayer you help people connect the dots between two, give me your thoughts on what God's doing right now in this hour yeah well let me introduce a concept to you and your folks uh, a concept that we've coined intercessory activism mm-hmm. and what that is is the combination of prayer and activism now it's not political activism just based in our own fleshly thoughts ideas and strategies right but it comes from the heart of prayer that hearing from God, then I'm going to do something. But it's based on what I hear from God. And Bunny, I, I, I can't tell you, I can't encourage you enough that what God is doing around this nation is absolutely incredible in this area. Um, we, I've been involved in IFA, as you mentioned, for a number of years, over a decade now. And I can tell you that over the last three or four, maybe five years now, the acceleration of interest and passion to pray for this nation and the desire to be active in the faith, in the civil arena, is something I have not seen in the first five, eight years of my tenure with IFA. Um, Like your ministry, exploding, IFA, exploding. And it's a testament to your leadership, but it's also a testament to what God is doing. And as I say, Those of us who are in the prayer ministry realm, the prayer ministry governmental uh, realm, all we got to do is throw the net out in this day and and people will will come because God is doing something. And I hope that encourages you, Bunny, and encourages everybody that's listening to this podcast. Because here's here's the biblical principle. If God is setting his people to prayer, he's not done with this nation. He's going to do something great. Well, and that's what people don't understand, that prayer, you know, God set it up like that. He wants us to ask that we'll receive, right? He wants us to knock so the doors will be open. And it's, I like to say, people hate when I say this, but it's really a trick to get God in our life, right? He wants intimacy with us. He wants to walk with us. And he allows us this amazing opportunity to partner with him in the place of prayer and to see his kingdom come on earth. But what does that look like, um, Dave? I always talk to people, you know, if they're carrying a burden for something as it relates to this nation, whether it's an issue, an elected official, a city, probably God's doing something with them, not just in the place of prayer, but also to do something and impact that space of influence or that elected official or that city. How do you, uh, you know, 
kind of mentor people into actually being the hands and feet of Jesus as it relates yeah, to that? Yeah, you know, that's kind of the million dollar question that we get asked all the time. You know, I'm praying, I want to do something. What do I do? You know, how do I, how do I get involved? And that's where I think that your organization is, is really at the crossroads of that conversation. IFA, one more prayer, your prayer and action. I mean, yes. that in voting, that's the engagement. That's what you guys do. And that's why I think what you're doing is, is so absolutely critical. You know, from a biblical standpoint, uh, we're encouraged uh, in 1 Timothy 2 to pray for those who are in authority. The first, pray for those who are in authority. So that what? So that we might have quiet, peaceful lives that uh, that the gospel may go forth. Yes. So, so that's the first admonition from a New Testament perspective. From the Old Testament perspective, it's almost a cliche. I hate to say that some scriptures are cliche, but Second Chronicles seven fourteen, you know, or First Chronicles, First Second Chronicles. If my people are called by my name, will humble themselves. You know, so there's an element of God shaping the nation through what we do, and there's so many other scriptures that are found in the Old Testament that that relate to that. So you're right. Uh, God invites us to shape history, and uh, the classical book. If anybody's looking for a book to read on this, uh, Derek Prince a key founder in the Ministry of Intercessors for America, shaping history through prayer and fasting is a great uh, biblical primer in this area. Well, and I know a lot of churches are starting prayer initiatives right now at the beginning of the year. Hopefully they are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What are you seeing as far as um, the global church is the Church of Jesus Christ, and I'm when I talk about the church, we're talking across denominational lines, right? The church, people that are born-again believers— is the church having a wake-up call in the place of prayer? Are they realizing that prayer should be not the back back room ministry in the church any longer, but should be one of the front, you know, front things that we do in a, yeah. in the local church? Are you seeing a shift there at all? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, many of us, as I'm sure you and the people involved in um, Christians Engaged, um, did pray for revival during the Trump administration. <clears throat> there were many prophetic words. And and I think uh, the classic understanding of revival is that a number of people come to faith in Christ. And we didn't see that per se, but I contend that there was a great revival that occurred during the Trump administration, and it continues to this day. And that revival is the true church understanding truly what's going on and truly understanding how they can be involved in this day. And so, yes, is the short answer to your question, because I think there is the true church that is understanding what is going on. The true church understands that there's a spiritual warfare uh, component of what's going on right now. And they understand that that's the only thing that they can do in order to fight this in addition to, um, you know, being engaged. But yeah, so I see it. But um, and it was a true revival. I really believe uh, believe that with all of my heart. The um, the thing is, though, is um, um, I, I wish I'm kind of stammering because I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to politely put this. I wish that there were more churches that have come to this place. Uh, I can tell you that the church, the body of Christ, is coming to this place in great measure. But there, it's not always expressed in a local expression of a church body underneath, you know, a church name. I don't know if I even said that well. 
No, I mean, that's a good point. The the remnant is waking up, right? That prayer has to be central to our life, talking to God, mm-hmm. um, taking the burdens of our heart to the Lord and partnering with him in intercession is key. But for those pastors and leaders out there to understand how critical this is, um, that if we're not if we're not bringing prayer, uh, Oswald Chambers uh, said, you know, prayer is not uh, just a ministry. Prayer is the thing, right? I'm totally butchering his quote, but prayer is the 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 thing. And so, understanding that walking with God in that place is so important. So, you guys, you know, you're a very large organization, Dave, much larger than ours. And people, you know, bless you guys with resources to mobilize prayer. Now, I'm sure there's haters out there or people like, I don't get this. You know, you're spending millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars, whatever your budget is, mobilizing people to pray. Does that make a difference? How do you respond to those folks? I just say that it takes money to mobilize prayer. You know, it takes money to mobilize political action. You know, it takes money to do that. And and yeah, we spend millions a year uh, that God has given us. We have a staff of some 30, 40 people spread across this nation who, who help uh, in this. But I can tell you that for all 12 years I've been involved in Intercessors for America, we've seen an increase um, in, our, in our revenue because, you know, God's faithful and God wants um, more people um, to be involved. And he's calling more people as we're talking uh, about this. Uh, in a, a moment ago, you know, you mentioned the word remnant, and um, that is certainly a word that uh, you could use that is arising. But I, you know, everybody that's listening uh, to this podcast, you got to understand that that remnant is millions and millions of people. Yes. Millions and millions of people. What I find funny is, I'm sure you do too, is t- typical Joe Mary intercessor that cares about this nation. They're stuck, you know, in, in their city and they don't necessarily know a whole lot of people that carry the passion that they have. I wish people could see what I see. I wish people could see what you see, Bunny, um, because we see thousands, hundreds of thousands. Uh, you know, this past year, we will have nearly, I think it will end up to be 150 million impressions across all of our platforms, just in the ministry of IFA. So I'm just telling you folks that there are millions and millions of people. And if you ever feel lonely and alone, Jump on Bunny's website, figure out how to get involved in what she's doing. Jump on IFA's website. Both of us, we always got stuff going on. And jump into the community of people praying for the nation. So good. Now, one thing we do in our ministry is we kind of, we're kind of evergreen, Dave. We we put out practical political education to people, civic engagement, mm-hmm. education, you know, devotionals on prayer. We're going through the book of Psalms right now and bringing nice. in what's happening in America but we're not responding to the news of the day, which you guys do so well. I think y'all and the stream are so amazing about responding to the news of the day from a biblical perspective. What can people find on your website that can help them connect with what's happening in America right now? And then how do you, how do they turn that around to prayer and action? What do you guys recommend is kind of the steps, read an article, then pray about it. What, what does that look like for the people that follow you? Yeah, good question. Headlineprayer.com is is what um, Bunny's referring to. And, and Bunny, just so you know the story behind this, I was sitting in my chair um, in my prayer time a number of years ago, and it was cold outside. I live in D.C., uh, outside of D.C., and um, 
I had to go out to get my newspaper in order to catch up on the news. It was at the end of my drive. I'm like, I don't want to go out there. And I looked on my phone and, you know, there's USA Today and whatever, whatever. I thought, why couldn't there be one from a biblical perspective um, that focuses in on prayer? And boom, that was out of my laziness. Wow, <laughs> was that's the great. beginning of headline. Yeah, out of my laziness, right? <laughs> God will use everything. God will use everything. So in Headline Prayer, we post uh, six to eight articles a day, and people can, it's always whatever's latest in the news from a biblical perspective, sometimes just from a neutral perspective. Sometimes it's spiritually encouraging. Um, one of the things that we do, Bunny, which I'm sure you do too, is we um, we connect our intercessors with their elected officials through a advocacy campaign platform. And we had over 3 million messages go from our folks to their uh, lawmakers this past year. So that's one of the ways that's easily uh, easiest, you know, sitting there in your quiet time in the morning, reading, you can send a message that we craft for you. You can personalize to your, um, to your lawmaker. And then what we're, we are working on this year um, to be able to partner with organizations such as yours to direct people to be more active in the engagement um, perspective. So we're, we're seeing ourselves as more of a clearinghouse of the educational engagement type of ministries such as yourself by keeping to the core of what we do, prayer and news. We say that we're three things, news, prayer, and action. And part of our action is really partnering with other organizations such as yourself. That's a lot of words. No, and we all have our place. That's what's so great about the body of Christ. What you guys do is so important and then we come and do these little um, seminars, you know, on-ramp to civic yeah. engagement seminars in exactly. churches exactly. Yeah. where we're spending seven hours with folks and breaking down religious liberty, how to be involved in party politics, how to talk to their elected officials in their state house or D.C., you know, kind of the nuts and bolts of things. But what we're seeing, and I know you're seeing this, too, is if people start praying over something, their heart starts connecting with yeah. it. And, yeah, for sure. And that, I think, is where people get held up. They just stop and they go, okay, I'm praying. Let's just take the unborn, for instance, since we're about to have March for Life coming up in January. Um, I'm praying for the unborn. I'm praying for the reversal of Roe v. Wade. But then people go, well, what else do I do? Well, mm-hmm. uh, let's be become the answers to our own prayers, in a sense. Let's yeah. become the hands and feet of Jesus. Let's volunteer at a crisis pregnancy center. Let's get involved in the pro-life movement, going down and advocating in your state house. Um, mm-hmm. There are things that you can do, even within your local church, on those issues that can, you know, you, in essence, become prayer, right? <laughs> you become yeah. the answer uh, to what God's wanting to do in this earth, and that's, you know, that's what God's trying to do right now. Um, what are you seeing? Uh, let me just say this. So in your people get hung up on prayer, Dave, they mm-hmm. just like, am I just praying to the ceiling? How do I know God hears me? You know, what does this look like for you? Just break down like your life. You you're watching the news, you're watch, watching Fox news and, and a story hits and all of a sudden you feel a burden from God to pray for that. What does that look like for you? I mean, I think the hardest thing is getting people to really realize that they can intercede and pray, right? Yeah. I haven't watched a lot of Fox News since November 4th, (laughs) just to (laughs) be honest with you. Um, So so I I troll a number of 
online news sites um, during the day and particularly in the morning during my, my quiet time. And I just, I pray, you know, honestly, at this stage of my life, I probably use less words than I did. Well, I know I do than many years ago in my prayer life. I do more listening than I do talking uh, to God. It's just where I'm at with my rhythm. I'm an introvert too. So I'm perfectly at peace, you know, looking at something going on in the news and coming before the Lord and say, Lord, what's going on here? And then, you know, of course, the opportunities I have through uh, the ministry role um, that he's given me. I was in prayer this morning about our, our interview. I wanted to toss out something. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, please. So, you know, I, I think the Lord give, you know, I don't know what your audience is, but I, I think the Lord did give me um, the fact, Bunny, that a prophetic word that that God is going to use you greatly. You know, I was just so impressed with your passion, your desire, your organizational skills, your, your experience, and where God is bringing um, you. And just the, the uh, onset of your ministry, you know, at a, at a broad level, I was, you know, just astounded me. I told you this. Um, but I was thinking this morning, can you imagine? Can you imagine if the IRS sent a letter to a pro-abortion organization that applied for C3 status and um, they were denied the status because their views on abortion are too closely linked to the Democratic Party? Can you imagine what would happen in America if that became public? You know, what happened with you, Bunny, um, was astounding. And there was a a, a large outcry, but not large enough. I think that men and women, if you're listening to um, Bunny, if you're part of her ministry, this woman is called by God and is at the center of a a spiritual battle that is critical for this nation. You know, again, the the Lord just captured my imagination. Can you imagine the Democrats, what they would say? If the IRS denied a pro-abortion organization IRS uh, C3 status because they're too closely linked to the Democratic Party, can you imagine every Democrat in the the country would storm Washington, D.C.? Why didn't conservatives do that with you? That's my point. No, I mean, it's a great point. I wondered why every American didn't have a cow over this whole case, because if you're going to define the Bible in any kind of partisan terms, we're we're in trouble. You and I both know that the Bible is a kingdom document. Uh, It was written thousands of years ago. (laughs) Right. And and it's not defined by what party platforms are happening in America right now. And and so it's a it, it was crazy to think that all Americans weren't shouting from the rooftop about this case. It should, the story should continue. Um, and it's also a huge victory story, Dave. I, I've been talking a lot of places about this case because we so often get the bad news, right? That's it. And you know, covering the news and getting people to pray, we're mm-hmm. like, we get more clicks on bad news. Um, so many people got clicks on our story because it was bad news. Well, my point was, where was all the people telling the victory story? Guys, in 21 days, the IRS reversed this, just like Daniel went in Babylon and prayed, right? And the answer happened. I'm telling you, Dave, the answer happened in the first four, five, six days when the people of God started praying about this case. But we Just like Daniel. 
justice. The angel was released. There was just a battle until the victory was was but announced. It was all a setup, right, to show the people of God that prayer, letters to the IRS, mm-hmm. calls to your representatives, all of that matters. And yep. we were just the test case of that. And and so what I think God's trying to do in 2022 right now is just get us refocused that mm-hmm. our little weak prayers matter. God hears us. He loves us. So when we cry out to him for a burden, he is answering. But also these little things, whether it's volunteering or going adopting a, a political candidate or, you know, praying over your mayor in your town or you know, volunteering at Christ at Pregnancy Center, whatever that looks like for you, if you are obedient to do those little things, he will honor it and he will move in the hearts of people. And that's what real revival looks like, is if the church rises up and is that that action in America. Um I'm just so blessed to have you. Thank you, Dave. And oh, thank you really, me. it really meant You're the best. It really meant so much to me. You know, I'm you're, I know you're like, well, you're an introvert. That's interesting since you lead a large organization. <laughs> I, yeah. Many days I feel like I'm an introvert. I just want to hide away in a cave with Jesus and just forget mm-hmm. all of it. But then I realize, you know, I've got to get out there with people. But um, what blessed me about this word that you had for me is that is so true. And I think this applies to every Christian. There are things that we, I, I really did think I could do Texas. I have the relationships with elected officials. I've been a political consultant for 15 years in this state. Um, I know the, a lot of the ministry leaders, right? We can build a mobilization, grassroots effort in Texas. Um, and I could do it in my own flesh. Mm-hmm. And what your word hit me so hard was you just said, God wants you to look past what you can do in your own flesh and yeah. look to what he can do. And I'm telling you, Dave, I was absolutely terrified of thinking outside of Good. Texas, outside of Texas, because we're very grassroots. Like we go into churches and we speak, Raphael Cruz and myself and Congressman Michael Cloud and many of us, we go in Sunday morning services and then we do seminars and we do this pastor to pastor, person to person networking. And the idea of doing that in 50 states or even another state is terrifying. But that's why this word was so important for us, because that's what God's trying to do for all of us right now is stretch us beyond our capacity, stretch us to the place where we have to have Jesus. Yep. <laughs> we have to have Jesus. So anyway, thank you for that. And and I just pray over Intercessors for America, too, that God continues to stretch y'all beyond what you can naturally <laughs> do, all for his glory, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for being obedient, Bunny, and I know we got to go. I'm going to pray for you, though. Can I do that? Yes, please, please. Oh, Father, I just come before you, and I just lift this dear woman to you and, and the whole ministry that you have put into her heart. Her heart. Lord, I pray that the story that she has um, with her fight against the spiritual forces of darkness um, that played out with the IRS, Lord, would go um, from um, corner to corner to this nation. I pray that it would be a wake-up call to Christians all across this nation. Lord, I pray that you would amplify the voice of Bunny Pound and Christians engaged. Lord, I pray that you would get this message out of the importance of this hour And Lord, as uh, Bunny is walking in obedience to you and not knowing how to accomplish what you put on her heart, Lord, I just pray that 
the same for all of those that are part of the Christians Engaged Intercessors for America, that men and women would step out in faith in this day to uh, pray and be engaged in the civil arena. So grateful for the opportunity to live in this day, Jesus. Thanks. Amen. Thank you so much, Dave. And see you in D.C. soon. And bless you. Thank you so much. Y'all check out Intercessors for America. Um, What's the website? IFA.org? IFAPray.org. Pray.org. Check them out. Follow their news stories and pray, vote, and engage. Thank you so much, Dave. Bless you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Conversations with Christians Engaged. Please subscribe to this podcast so you don't ever miss an episode. Also, please review it and share it with your friends. The easiest way to connect with us is to take the pledge on our website at christiansengaged.org. There you can sign up for our weekly prayer text, our bi-weekly emails, and our voting reminders. Christians Engaged is supported by individuals just like you. Would you consider helping us with a monthly donation or a one-time gift? You can do that quickly at christiansengaged.org. What does America need in this hour? America needs you. We are here to serve you and encourage you as you impact your communities. Let's be Christians engaged for the well-being of our nation.